Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host Shravin. We've got Taran here with us. Hey everyone. And we're still in lockdown. <laughs> mm. I feel like we say that every episode now. Yeah, but we're still <laughs> in lockdown. Luckily this week there were a couple of things we could watch and we'll be we'll be talking about those this week. And we will say we're probably not going to be able to watch Shang-Chi on time, <laughs> the way it's going. Yeah, probably not. But officially, maybe... Because the lockdown's officially meant to end on the date Shang-Chi comes out. Oh, okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Which is where they, which is the reason they planned it, because um, cause it's such an event. Yeah. So they made sure the lockdown's finishing on that date. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't the matter. The government's in on it. It doesn't matter what the cases yeah. are. It's, it, it's open. No, yeah. Just for that one yeah. night, at least. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but who knows? And there's no Disney Plus release thing yeah. for it. I heard they were doing a 45-day release for Shang-Chi, so it's going to Disney Plus after 45 days. I'm hoping I can see it before 45 days. Though. Well, there's no point. In, I, I don't think there'll be any point in us talking about it after 45 days because everyone would have watched it by then. So you might not get a review of Shang-Chi from us. Uh, we might talk about it, but not a full review. Have we ever not reviewed an MCU movie since we st- I don't think we've never, we've never no. missed one. So I guess we might just do it anyway, even if it's late, but... Yeah, hopefully it's not that late. But this week, it's probably a bit less exciting, the movies we've watched, but nonetheless, we've watched them. I'm physically tired from watching these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> so, the two movies we watched this week are Hugh Jackman's Reminiscence, which actually released... It was meant to be releasing theatrically as well, or it did release theatrically as well, but obviously we, we can't watch it. But it also released on HBO Max, so we managed to watch that. And the other movie we watch is uh, Jason Momoa's Netflix movie Sweet Girl, which also came out on Friday. Which one do you want to talk about first? Sweet Girl? I'll watch that first. Uh, probably Sweet Girl because I watched that one first and then yeah. the other one after. Yeah. All right. So Sweet Girl, it's directed by Brian Andrew Mendoza. 
I didn't look up what he's done, actually. Let me do that right now. <laughs> That's usually what I do as part of my background, but I was like, oh, I didn't, I don't need to look up this guy, but I'll look up what he's done. Who was, who was that guy that keeps making movies with The Rock? Looks like this is the, this is the director that does that with Brad Payton. Yeah. He's the Rock guy. Yeah. So he's made, he's known for three movies, Frontier, Road to Paloma, and Braven. All of them have Jason Momoa in them. Okay. I have a, a Frontier. I think I've heard of that Frontier one. Frontier came Maybe. out in 2018, and Braven came out in 2018 as well. They sound like Apple TV Plus movies, but I'm not sure. Potentially, yeah. Actually, he was only a producer on yeah. those ones, so this must be the first movie he's, ah, okay. he's directing. Yeah, as a director, he's only made... He made a movie called Via Monteri, it was a short movie back in 2009. So this is his first actual movie that he's directing. But it looks like he liked collaborating with Jason Momoa. Apart from that, it's produced by him as well and Jason Momoa and Brad Payton, coincidentally. Oh, he's made a return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those three are the producers and it's starring, starring Jason Momoa, as I said, and Isabella Merced, who I saw in... Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Yes. Well, actually, I haven't seen that movie, but yeah, she was Dora the Explorer. Well, she is in that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what's that movie with Mark Wahlberg and... Uh, Modern Family. Instant Family. No, it's Modern Family with uh, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the long-running TV series. Yeah, yeah, the sitcom. Okay, yeah. But anyway, it's about those It's th- those two are the main characters. There's a couple of other people in it, but it doesn't really matter. It's got the guy from National Treasure. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the the tech guy in National Treasure. The tech guy, yeah, yeah. He's also in the Hangover movies. It's a direct-to-Netflix release. I think it was always meant to be a direct-to-Netflix release. I was looking up whether it was meant to be theatrical and they just dumped it on Netflix, but no, I think it was always a Netflix movie. And it's 110 minutes. Sometimes it feels longer than that. And that's it, really, in terms of background. So we can jump into our thoughts on it. I can go first. I'll start with a couple of positives. I thought the performances were good, at least. I thought Jason Momoa, he he gave a good performance. You know what this movie reminded me of? It reminded me of Skyscraper because that was like a really, it was like a serious and sort of sad movie, but it didn't have to be. Like, it could have been a bit more fun. I thought Skyscraper was fun. If I remember it, wasn't there jokes in Skyscraper? Was there? I don't know. Well, not from I don't The know. Rock. I can't remember. Not from The Rock. I think The Rock was like pretty serious in that one. Straight, straight arrow? Yeah, okay. I have to disagree with you. I think the performance is shit in this movie, but anyway. <laughs> well, no, I thought Jason Malone was all right and uh, Isabel Merced was all right. The rest were not good. So it's not it's not everyone. There was a scene where Jason Momoa cries in this movie and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's meant to be serious. I thought it was unintentional comedy. I think Isabel Merced was all right. But yeah, the the performances aren't good overall, in my opinion. They're working with some shitty dialogue yeah, as well. I think it, I think it was that as well. Some of the action I guess was okay. It's forgettable, but I guess it was sort of all right. Oh, I thought it, the action was a bit boring. It's lots of like shaky cam kind of stuff. The story is. I mean, I'm trying to look for positives, but there, there aren't many. The story is. Story's uh, pretty generic. It's quite generic. Yeah, it's quite. It could have been even more generic, but they did. They did like a slight. Oh, they twist. did a twist late. Yeah. At the at, towards the end, they did a slight twist, which sort of made it a little bit better than what it was heading towards, but still not that good. And it just feels, doesn't it just feel like a movie 
that's meant to be on Netflix. Like, it, it just feels like. Yeah, it does. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or not even like on Netflix. It feels like it's a movie that should be on ABC at like 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's got. It's got. A it's got Jason Momoa yeah. in it for some reason. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. Everything else about it is generic. It doesn't even look good. Like, it's. It feels pretty low. I don't know what the budget was. They don't have it because it's a Netflix movie, but it feels pretty low budget. Minimal sets. It's like there's no, there's not that much extravagant stuff in it. There's maybe one extravagant scene. Yeah, it's just feels like a movie that should be on Netflix. But like sometimes Netflix puts out good stuff, but not this, this is not it. What's a good movie that they've like a good Netflix original movie? People tell me that Chris Hemsworth one's good. I haven't actually Extraction. seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that one's all right. And even um, Army of the Dead was all right. See, those movies could have come out in, I, I don't know about Extraction, Army of the Dead could have come out of the theatres and I would have been like, yeah, this is fair enough. But this, if this came out of the theatres, nah. I'll be like, no, yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> remember that phase when Nicolas Cage was doing like anything? Like VOD movies, straight yeah. to DVD. It feels like yeah. that. <laughs> I couldn't sit – you said it was 110 minutes? Yeah. I couldn't sit through it in one sitting. I had to watch it in two sittings. <laughs> I got seriously bored at one point and just had to stop and do something else. There's just not that much that happens. Like, there's – No. And there's all these time jumps, which I guess sort oh, of Oh, at the start of the movie, but- in like the first five minutes, there's like ten time jumps <laughs> yeah. and you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, the twist was decent. It could have been executed better. The thing is – Everything leading up to the twist is so boring that I'm pretty sure most people won't make it to the twist. I only forced myself to watch it. Like, I had to force myself to make it to the twist. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 90% of the people that watch this won't make it to the twist. Yeah, especially because it's on Netflix. Like, you can just switch off. Like, just stop it at any point. Yeah, there's no yeah. obligation to keep watching. I want to know the metrics of who makes it to the twist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have much to say, really. It's pretty forgettable. It, it's It's just... Pure like a VOD, not even Netflix. Like a like you said, it's like a very generic mid afternoon straight to TV sort of movie with Jason Momoa. <laughs> All right, anything else? I, I don't have much to say. It's no. uh, obviously a cognitive- it's not even what it's. You might think it's like a so bad that it's good, but it's not. It's just boring. I was hoping <laughs> just, that it would be. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't expecting this to be yeah. good either way, but I was hoping it would be fun yep. at least. But it just takes itself too seriously. It's like it's, it's yeah, way it's too like serious. way too serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it on any front. Like, don't watch it with your friends. Don't watch it by yourself. Don't watch it if you don't have anything else to watch. Just, just don't watch it. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess at least with skyscraper, it had some good action and like there was a bit of excitement there, and the premise was pretty crazy at least, and it was big budget, so that sort of got away with it. But they didn't use Jason Momoa at all in this. Like he's like, he's very stoic. It's like I thought they would use his charisma a bit more. Yeah, very straight down the line. It doesn't. He, he doesn't have much to do with this movie, really. So, couple of action sequences, but they're not great. All right. Well, yeah, cognitive regression, straight up. I don't think we need to. Spoil- yes. Well, I mean, we could do. We could do a little bit yeah, of spoilers. If, if anyone cares about spoilers, the, we could talk about the twist. Yeah. yeah. Like if anyone cares about spoilers, just. We're telling you not to watch it, but anyway, this is this is the best part of the movie. So the spoiler, the twist is basically Jason Momoa dies very early in the movie. He dies twenty minutes into the movie, but you see Jason Momoa throughout the movie, but it's actually his daughter doing all the stuff that Jason Momoa is doing. 
and yeah, you find out that she's the one, which is slightly unbelievable to be honest, because she's like this very small person. I just can't see her taking down all these people. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, there were some fights in the movie where I'm like, Jason Momoa should be wiping the floor with this yeah. bloke. Like, this guy is <laughs> tiny. Why is this a fight? So I'm guessing that kind of makes a bit more sense. Yeah. It's funny when you see her next to Jason Momoa and she's like this little elf next to him. Yeah. He's like massive. He's like a <laughs> he's like a mountain of a man. <laughs> And everyone else in this movie is tiny. So, yeah, the, the twist was fine, I guess. I think you're meant to get emotionally connected, but I don't really care. <laughs> I didn't really care that much at all. No, no, I did not. At that point, I'd seriously give it up. And I, and I saw that I was kind of half paying attention to this movie, to be honest. And I saw the twist and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I stopped paying attention again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would have been this, a, uh, in a better movie, that would have been. A really good twist. Like, if they actually built up to it properly. Everything that happens after the twist, I have no idea. I, I have no idea what happens. All I know is she kills some guy. She was already going rogue, but she goes even more rogue. So, she, um, she they capture her. Like, you know, at the start of the movie where he jumps off a stadium or something into the water? So, she actually does that. Uh, and then they, they find her. No, I, I saw that part, yeah. Yeah, and then they, they find her and they, like, take her away. And then she, she goes rogue in the ambulance and she... She escapes and then she gets to the bottom of it's that senator lady was behind the whole thing. So you know at the very beginning where they have the the scene and yeah, no, I saw that as well. Yeah, so it was, yeah, just, it was yeah. just that lady, and then that's it. Like she she records her confessing, she sends that to the FBI, and then she just gets on a plane at the end of the movie and flies away somewhere. That's it. Yeah, great ending. Also, it's. It, the movie, it starts with just this random family. And then, like, when I was watching the movie, it was Jason Momoa doing it, but it's the kid. But either way, it doesn't make sense. It just escalates to, oh, yeah, I'm going to find out what's happening to, yeah, I'm killing all these people without without remorse. She just goes, like, person after person and kills, like, in this movie, she kills, like, seven people. Yeah, yeah. And there's a part where... <laughs> Well, it's it's Jason Momoa in the scene, but it, it's actually her. Uh, you find out later, but she's talking to the hitman, and he's like, "Oh, I never wanted to kill anyone, but he's he's killed. He actually wanted to it, kill he's that guy. He literally killed like, <laughs> yeah, you did have to he kill him. He literally these, says it. He's like, one, he's like, yeah. I'm going to come after you, and I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. He literally says it on yeah. live television. So he wanted to kill at least yeah. one person. I would say at least one. Yeah. yeah. And look, there was, there was definitely preventable deaths and you went the easy way and you killed them yeah. in this movie. So, yeah. But yeah, that's that's that. Pretty forgettable movie. That's sweet, girl. Yeah, I will never watch it again. Isabel Merced is a decent actor, but I think her career is going to go down the drain. <laughs> she keeps doing, like, B movies. I don't think we're going to see her in much. This is a B movie. Like, it, this, Jason Momoa shouldn't be in this movie uh, and she shouldn't be in it either, but for some reason they're in it. She was in some good movies before. Like she, Instant She's, Family. Yeah, hopefully good. she could do better stuff than this. I liked Instant Family, and she was in one of the Transformers. Apparently, movies. the Dora movie's good. Yeah, she's in some other. She's in some other Netflix movie, which I saw terrible. Was it? A, but was better Christmas than this, one, surprisingly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it snow. It's better than this, but it's still bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least those Netflix Christmas movies, you know what you're getting with those. Like, they're not going to be good, but at least they'll be entertaining. But this is, yeah, this is just nothing. It's just not worth it. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. We can move on to, uh, I don't know if this is even a better movie, but we can move on to Reminiscence. I think this is a better movie. I think, I think yeah. this is, yeah. It's it's better. Yeah. It's better. I would say it's better. It's uh, oh, it's hundred yeah. percent more competently made yeah. as well, <laughs> and better acting. But yeah, look, there's there's some downsides to it. Okay, well, bit of background on this. So it's directed by Lisa Joy. Uh, she is the wife. Did you of say what it is? Reminiscence. Yes, we're talking about Reminiscence. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Hugh, Reminiscence. The, the yeah. Hugh Jackman star of Reminiscence. So it's directed by Lisa Joy, who is the wife of Jonathan Nolan, who is the brother of Christopher Nolan. That, that was in the trivia, so I'm going to say that straight up. That was the only trivia for this movie that was worth saying. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so she's directed many episodes of Westworld, I think. I think that's where that's what she's famous for. I think she wrote some of them as well, did she? Yeah. She or wrote. is that all Jonathan Nolan? She wrote some of them as well. So, so this is her first feature film that she's directing. Uh, this one is also written by Jonathan Nolan. So it's starring Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Tandy Newton, Cliff Curtis... So it's got a decent cast. 116 minutes in length. That also felt a lot longer for this movie. <laughs> budget is 68 million. So it's decent budget. So what's the story for this one? We didn't talk about the story for the other one, but it doesn't matter. This one, it's it's in the I think it's like in the not too distant future. I I don't think they say a year, but it's in the not too distant future where the the oceans have rised. And yeah, it's like all the all the coastal cities are like half drenched in water, and 
yeah, they've developed this weird technology, which is like, it's basically like minority report technology, I guess. You could like read people's dreams on their memories. Memories, yeah. You can go relive your memories, essentially. Hugh Jackman meets this girl and then she disappears and he tries to find her, essentially, using memories. So I think this movie tries to be... I think it tries to be like Inception. Oh, it tries to be a lot of things, doesn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, it tries yeah. it tries to be Inception a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it tries to be smarter than it probably needed to be, but uh the concept was interesting. So going into positives and negatives, I, I think I thought that the first twenty minutes of this movie was actually pretty interesting. The whole concept of going back in your memories and you know, reliving your past and I think like the that. setting is also interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's hinting at some global warming phenomenon or something but yeah it's uh it was interesting yeah i think that's what it's basically hinting at i thought it was yeah interesting like how in this world they're they're nocturnal because it's too hot during the day and stuff like that so i thought that was interesting but they just don't do anything with it in the end it's just they say this stuff and they don't use it it's based in miami Miami. yeah and basically the oceans flooded the city and you have to get around on boats and yeah, everyone's nocturnal. So it was the the setup was interesting. I'll, I'll I'll say that the setup was good. Other positives, I thought Hugh Jackman as always was pretty good. Do you think he's the uh, best looking fifty two year old? There's probably a lot of good looking fifty two year olds out there. Who else is fifty two? Robert is it Robert Downey Jr. fifty two years old or something? He would be yeah. around there. He looks better. Well, than Robert Will Downey Smith Jr. would be around there. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith would be in his fifties. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he looks better than RDJ. I think RDJ's gone off. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, he's. I don't think he cares anymore. So, Will, yeah. Will Smith's uh, Will Smith's decent. probably still pretty good looking. Yeah, he's yeah. decent looking. But I like Hugh Jackman, our very own Hugh Jackman. Yes, I think everyone's pretty decent in this movie, acting wise. It's like a Westworld reunion, though. There's a lot of Westworld people in this. Yeah, is um, Cliff Curtis in Westworld? Who's Cliff Curtis? <laughs> he's the he's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the yeah he's a bad guy in this, but he's in other movies. He's in um he was in The Meg, he was in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, this is uh this is Dingo's friend, Taika Waititi's friend. He's in Doctor Sleep. I don't know. Is he in Westworld? Maybe he's in the later seasons. I stopped watching because it just got too confusing. Tandy Newton's in it though. There's some other Westworld, like some of the random small characters are from Westworld. Okay, yeah. It's, well, it's basically the same cast and crew then as Westworld. Any other positives? I I thought overall the setting was good. The premise was kind of good. Acting is good. It's mostly shot pretty well. Like everything is mostly pretty good. The only thing letting it down is the story is kind of boring and there's nothing, there's nothing much to it. And the action is terrible. Yeah, the action's not, not great. The story is... I just didn't care. I just frankly didn't care about the story. I think I think Sweet Girl probably wore you down a little bit as well once you got <laughs> yeah. to this because you watched them in a row, so you were probably at your wits end with not caring. But it's not it's not that interesting of a story. It's kind of got a bit of intrigue, but the the reveals at the end aren't that interesting. Like there's no good payoff, and yeah, it's not. It's overall it's pretty. Like there's there's no twists or anything to keep you going. It's it's, it's quite yeah. boring all throughout. I think and we can talk about it spoilers, but if this was narrated slightly differently, it was it's it's all linear. Like essentially, there's no there's no real flashbacks or anything. It's it's pretty linear movie. Yeah, the only thing they try and do sometimes is they 
<laughs> they're, they're doing a scene and then Hugh Jackman wakes up and you realize that he was in the memory, yeah, in the but memory. it happens like four or five times and it's just like, why are you doing this? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really, <laughs> like the first time it had a bit of impact, but after that you're just like, well, you, you've already done this like three other times. So yeah, yeah yep. it kind of loses its impact. Yeah, I just I just didn't get invested in the in the story that much. So the climax part of this movie kind of goes for longer than it needs to. And I think you're meant to get really emotional about this character, but I just did not care. Like I was like, when's this going to end? I thought it was better just because I watched Sweet Girl yesterday. The payoff in this is hundred times better than Sweet Girl, <laughs> but it's still not good. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's just trying to be. It's trying to be like Nolan esque. It's trying to be Inception like. It's trying to be smart. Has there been many Inception kind of uh, ripoffs? Not many people have done it because it's very hard, right? Yeah, I think there have been probably attempts yeah. that no one watches because they're not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I guess this is from the the same family as as Chris Nolan, so maybe there was you know high, slightly higher expectations for this, but it's not on the same and no, nowhere near the same. No. Level. Yeah. I think it's it thinks it's smarter than it is, but it's quite linear in the end. And because it's not as smart as it thinks, it ends up being quite boring because all the things it thinks it's been doing that are interesting aren't actually that interesting. What Inception had, it had a like a complex plot point or like a, a mechanism. I don't think the plot's actually that complex in Inception, but the, it had like a, a complex background to the plot. And the thing with Inception is it's, it had it's visually spectacular, which this isn't really like it. It has parts that are all right. There's some stuff that's good in terms of like seeing the city like half submerged by water and like all that kind of stuff looks visually really good. But I think the difference between this and Inception is that the action is spectacular and visually spectacular, but the action in this is yeah. very mundane and boring. Yeah. Essentially, there's this one scene. It's a shoot scene, shootout scene, and it's two people behind two pillars, and one of them peeks and shoots the pillar, and then he goes back, and then the other person peeks and shoots the pillar. goes for, like, five minutes. I'm like, this is, why is this? And the pillars look like they're made out of, like, wood, so there's no reason why it should be stopping bullets. It would be going straight through that pillar. (laughs) Yeah, I agree that the action was, was not great. I mean, the budget is nowhere near what they had for Inception as well, but... Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was trying to be something great. I think it was probably trying a bit too hard. Either they could have toned it down and kept it pretty simple, but I think they tried to make it a little bit more spectacular and they, they kind of failed. It had the potential to be something pretty great, but ended up being kind of forgettable, I guess. People watch this and say it's okay, and that's what I did. I watched it, I'm like, this is okay. But I'm never going to go back and watch it again. Maybe it's all these movies that I've been watching over the last two weeks that are really wearing me down. Like anything I watch now, I just don't care. <laughs> like it's, it has to be something uh, yeah. quite, quite brilliant now to get me on board. Yeah, I think I, when I watched this, I, I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't like it that much either. Especially through the middle where it drags quite a bit. I think I would have struggled to watch this in the cinema. Uh, it would have been yeah. a real struggle. <laughs> And it's a long-ish movie. It's not short. It's almost two hours, but it didn't need to be. It's, so it's not that long, but it feels long. It feels long, yeah. So I get for me, it's another cognitive regression. I just don't think it's worth 
if you like Hugh Jackman, I mean, there's better movies with Hugh Jackman. Watch the better movies with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't need to watch this one. Yeah. I think it's okay, but I'm never going to revisit it again. And it's it's one of those, have you seen In Time? In Time before, that Justin Timberlake movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like the concept in that movie is really good, but the execution's bad. That's what this reminds me of. The concept's really good, but the movie is just not good. We can talk some spoilers. So if you haven't seen Reminiscence and you care about spoilers, come back to this point in the episode and you can listen to our spoilers. Also, what I'll say, the the concept of the memory stuff is not that interesting. I found the setting more interesting, to be honest. The setting, yeah. I like the concept of the memory, but they didn't really explore it that much. It was just like a... It was just you jump in this machine and you just go back to a memory. But I thought they would do some sort of twist based on that. Like, uh, I was, yeah, like we were going to, we can talk about the the linear sort of storytelling in this. But if, if it was non-linear, the way Christopher Nolan does it in his movies, um, I think this would have, I think this material might have been all right. It's just that they show you straight away that he's coming in and out of memories. I think they could have done something around maybe he was, in a memory for most of the movie, and then you find out afterwards that he has to come out of the memory and do whatever he needs to do. Like there, there's not enough mystery, but yeah, they they didn't really use the memory concept that much at all. Well, they used it, but it's just the same thing over and over again. So it wasn't wasn't anything different. Yeah, like you could easily easily replace this memory concept with just interrogating a guy and then breaking him, and it would be exactly the same movie essentially. There's nothing with the with the memory. There's one scene where they use the memory of a dead guy, but other than that, there's nothing with the memories that makes it feel that special. Obviously, there's like long term memory and short term memory. Looks like they would because they use it mostly for interrogation, so they're using it mostly short term stuff, like things that the person can actually remember. But I thought they might explore stuff that is in the very very distant past that people have basically forgotten and. It's there, but it'll take a lot of effort for them to get it out, uh, get it out of their memory. I thought they'd do something like that, but they didn't explore that stuff at all. And the same thing with the city. <laughs> like, they say it's nocturnal, and then, like, you have to get around the boats, and, like, yeah. like the rich people live across a dam and stuff like that. But, like, it's just all set up, and then they never use any of it, really. You didn't need to have that. Like, what did that add to the story? It didn't need to. No. No. Like, not at all. Like, it didn't even need to be in the. F- oh, I guess it need to be somewhat in the future for the technology, but it didn't need to have the oceans rising. Yeah, because it, it doesn't have- factor into the story at all. Yeah, it's not like yeah. there's. It it just feels like unnecessary commentary on climate change. Like it didn't need to be there. No. Yeah, yeah it didn't need to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Rebecca Ferguson's character, she's like I I really didn't care about her because uh, there's there there was like mystery around her character like is she good is she bad throughout the movie like you sort of Hugh Jackman's sort of finding out stuff about her and there is a little bit of mystery but I just thought Hugh Jackman's character was was just going crazy like he was just unnecessarily pursuing this matter for for no reason um because I, I I just didn't think it was worth his time I guess he finds out stuff at the end but it wasn't really worth it yeah agreed. Anything else in terms of spoilers? Nah. The more I think about it, the more I kind of don't like the movie, though. <laughs> it's it's just very, yeah, very basic. I think it could have been elevated if they did some more interesting action, I guess. But I think with a movie like this that's pretty linear, you need to do something special to keep it interesting, and they kind of didn't do anything like that. 
I don't mind linear storytelling. It just needs to have something in there to to keep it interesting. It doesn't need to be a Christopher Nolan movie either. Why are you trying to make a Christopher Nolan-esque movie just because you're in his family? Why don't you just do something different? And lots of people like Westworld as well, so Lisa Joy must be pretty good at certain things. But I don't know if this is the the best idea to start your feature film, do your first feature film. <laughs> I, I think the concept and all that was all right. I, I just think the execution wasn't that great. I guess that's all we had. It's going to be a short episode. <laughs> we can talk about what we're going to do next week. Um, oh, actually, there was one thing. Shang-Chi had its premiere this week, and I was just watching some interviews with with the cast and stuff. So they, they look pretty uh, hyped for it. Obviously, they're, they're always hyped for it. The cast is always hyped for it. But um, it looks like it's... It, Looks like it's pretty good. The early buzz is pretty positive, but it is for all Marvel movies as well. So we'll we'll see. I would love to get away to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't look like we will. Yeah, I don't think Disney do like press. I don't think either. they send out screeners or anything. Yeah. No, not for Marvel movies anyway. I don't think they would do it. We just have to stay away from spoilers. That's all. Yeah, yeah, which will be tough. There's two end credit scenes. Which I already know. Oh, okay. You already know that. Or someone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. not really a... Like, there's always going to be an end credit scene, but yeah, there's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's two end credit scenes. Oh, yeah. So, next week. We were going to do, like, a topic episode anyway next week, because we didn't have anything planned next week, even before lockdown. So, we'll probably do a topic episode. But as for the week after that, we will have to stick to streaming, whatever's on streaming. So, there's Cinderella, I think which we might have to watch instead of Shang-Chi. And uh, there's also He's All That. Is that next week? I'm pretty sure He's All That is next week, which we might do, which we might do next week, yep. Which I think will be worse than these two movies that we saw, but I'll enjoy a lot more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, we could do the double. We could do the uh, She's All That. I haven't said She's All That. She's All That, He's All That. And that the actor from She's All That is in His All That, right? Is in He's All That, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. the mum? I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a sequel or something. Oh, it might be a different universe, but we'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also our 100th episode next week, so what an occasion. <laughs> yep, to do He's All That. <laughs> no better time to do The movie that. to launch, what's her name? Addison Ray. The TikTok. Addison Ray, yeah. The the movie to launch Addison Ray's film career. So she's also TikTok. She's a TikTok, yeah. Because yeah, there's that other girl as well that's got her own Disney show now. Yeah, she's also a, a TikToker. We're on the lo- wrong platform. We, we should... Podcasting should not TikTok. We should, we should get on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. now, I guess, yeah, that's all we had. So uh, we don't recommend these movies. And you might get a few more of this. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do better stuff than this. Not next week, well, but... Not, yeah, not, not next week and probably not the week after either. But, yeah, we, we've got some topic episodes as well that we've got planned, which are good things, things that we'd recommend. So we'll, we'll do those in the weeks that we're in lockdown because September, I think they've shifted a lot of the releases in September now as well. I think Venom was meant to be September, but they've shifted that. So the only big release was Shang-Chi, I'm pretty sure, which we'll miss out on. So thanks for joining us on this episode. Hope you're not in lockdown and hope you're all staying safe. And I guess we'll see you next week for 100th episode. There's a couple of surprises. Uh, well, one surprise in, in the episode. And it's not it's not the 
movies we're reviewing. It's something else. So just stay tuned for that. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, I, don't know, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I, I totally lost the, <laughs> lost what I was going to say. <laughs> these movies have destroyed me today. Yeah. Well, I think um, these two weeks have destroyed yeah. me. I like, because those video yeah. game movies were soul crushing as well. So <laughs> it's. Yeah. And next week's probably going to be worse. So. <laughs> I, I think you'll just slowly see us um, slipping into insanity over lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and these these podcasts will be the uh, the proof. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be documentation of our insanity over time. Exactly. Yeah, people will study this yep. later to to study what happens when you slowly go insane. All right, cool, cool. We'll leave you here. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Hope you're all staying safe, and we'll see you next week. See in the next. Oh, we did. We did say. We did say where we can get in contact and all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you if you want to contact us, cognitive recalibration all all platforms or email us at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and if you want to support the podcast, do give us a, a review on iTunes. That makes us more discoverable on search engines. See, I've completely lost orientation. Like we've we've done ninety nine yeah, episodes of this, and we're, we we don't know what we're talking about. We're dying. <laughs> We're dying. Send help, guys, please. <laughs> uh, okay. This is when we will leave you. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.